Hello, everyone. This is Myra with Holly Pulley's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. At Holly Pulley, we aim to step fully into the joy of life. And this year, we're unpacking the components that affect our ability to live fully. So what is it that gets in the way? We all have a knowing deep inside that a joyful journey in life is available to us. Yet what we prioritize on a daily basis points us in the other direction. Why do we make choices that diminish our own values and vision for our higher selves? We've been misled about what will bring us contentment and connection in life. Consider that our attention is a finite resource. Attention is our energy. It's our prana, our life force. When it's pointed at problems, it's what we see and it's what we get more of. Choosing to invest our precious attention this way day after day, then problems engulf our reality and even our identity. Struggling becomes the norm. And it seems prevalent today to focus on the problem and stay there. And this feeds the fear inside of us. We stay stuck in survival mode. And as a result, our vibration is lower, and then we've normalized it. Forgetting that there is so much more for each of us. and We are unbounded possibility and love. It's a matter of what we're doing with our own energy. Consider this. As human beings, we're not meant to have our focus outside of ourselves continually. It confuses us inside, and we think we need to control things outside of us that we can't control. Other people, places, things... And we ignore what's inside, such as our deepest desires and callings. It feels disempowering. And that disconnect internally cultivates fear in us. Negativity and problems accumulate and really become barriers to living fully. But when we process this, and they can become a learning possibility, and we experience growth on the other side. But these days, so often, instead, we procrastinate, we blame, we distract ourselves and numb ourselves with food, with more activities, and extreme actions, which... All of this is actually quite a narrow experience of life. We forget who we are as human beings. There's so much more to us than how many of us operate on a daily basis now. We are unbounded possibilities and love. I first wanted to talk about energy or prana as it relates to our life experiences. It's easy to talk about, but 
what's most important is to experience prana for yourself. Relating directly to your prana or your life force on a regular basis, it brings a greater sense of connection and dimension into life. Okay, so we do something real simple here. Gently rub the palms of your hands together a couple of times to wake them up. And then hold the palms facing each other about an arm's length from each other. And very slowly move them toward each other. And this is your prana, your life force. This is your energy field. That pressure, or maybe tingling, or maybe a little heat, or cool. There's no right and wrong. And now take the palm of your hand and move it slowly toward an animal or a plant. And start again about arm's length away and go slowly and feel their prana, their energy. And just describe it. Just whatever you feel is valid. This is not a thinking activity. It's just a feeling one. When you validate actions like this for yourself, it's a hello to yourself as spirit, as well as a hello to what's on the other end. Let's try one more. Get a piece of fresh fruit or a vegetable and feel the prana in it. And you can pause this episode to do that. Start with your hands, or you could do one hand, about a forearm length away, and then move very slowly. And if your mind is going, then close your eyes and just feel it. Pretty cool, huh? So the more we validate simple actions and feelings that have us recognize our prana, the more we come to trust it and to trust it in the process of life. The simple recognition of prana, it cultivates connection to the source of the universe or whatever it may be for you. And this applies in all areas of life. It's all connected not just some particular part of life. A good question to ask yourself is, do you tend to compartmentalize spirituality? So let's take this further and dispel some of those old beliefs about life and your prana and what you're capable of with the natural principles of Ayurveda and yoga. They offer a deeper understanding of life and and simple ways to best be in life. The things that we hear daily at Halepule from our clients, I have to keep going. I'm burned out. I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed out. I'm struggling. I feel trapped. Frequently, people come to Ayurveda and and or to yoga because they want to feel better. But these days, some people just want something to give them more energy so they can keep going, doing life the same way, focused on problems, 
and trying to overcome them. And I say trying, <laughs> my, my fingers go into quotes there. Think about that. It's a bit like being on a hamster wheel. And our view and approach is the prison. Life will serve all of us a series of challenges. Our attitude toward those challenges and their resolution determines our quality of life. And this is one of the bases of karma. At Halipule, we like to call our challenges an area of opportunity. The external focus in life I mentioned earlier leads us down a path right to the hamster wheel. And then we go until we crash and fall off. I say all of this so that you might step off the hamster wheel before you crash and burn out. And the mind becomes attached to not only the speed and stimulation, but the distraction from what's inside. And the thing is, the insides have all of the great stuff along with the junk. In other words, our ability to be love and to experience deep joy is inside of us. But we can spend our energy and time distracting ourselves to the point of missing it in life. Addictions of all sorts are the primary distraction tool. Substances, people, activities, social media. We want to point the finger outside of us, but the problem and the solution are inside. And that's the good news. We can turn things around. Anytime. All it takes is an internal decision and some perseverance. Now, I haven't mentioned doshas and agni. But if you listen to some of our previous podcasts or read our newsletters, you may recognize that what I'm describing here today leads to imbalance in the doshas and agni. Agni being our digestive capacity for food and life. Remember, it's all connected. Separating psychological difficulties from the physical and spiritual disconnection is a bit silly if you think about it. If you think about it through the lens of Ayurveda. For example, if, if we're in fear, the diaphragm tightens, our breath shortens, our shoulders pop up, and the cells of the body constrict. Prana doesn't move properly, and the body and mind can't function properly. It's actually quite simple from a functional standpoint. And in Ayurveda, this becomes obvious as we can connect the dots by assessing the condition of the person through the lens of the doshas, made of the doshas being made up of the five elements, and agni, the energy that's available to digest food and life. 
when the doshas are in excess or deficiency and Agni's not working properly, then our ojas, our vitality, our immunity and blissfulness, this is what ojas is. It's not supported. In fact, we're depleting it. Hence, there's been a huge change in the last 30 to 40 years with burnout and the associated diseases, including autoimmune dysfunction. We need to change directions. There's a lot of talk these days about wanting to save the planet. Well, we're not ever going to do that if we don't take care of our own nature. It all starts inside. And this brings me to something I've seen and heard a great deal of recently, and that I saw products that are being marketed to busy mothers. What's wrong with that term? And this is one of the things I'm speaking about in changing directions. Our children become the adults of society. They need our attention and presence. What are we cultivating? But this is for another time. Do you identify with being, quote, busy? Where is your attention and prana leaking out that isn't serving your higher self? Take an inventory of how you spend your precious attention, your life force. At any time, you can make a decision and shift your energy, shift your direction. The mind can be like an untrained puppy. (laughs) Cultivate new ways of being, gently and consistently, and do this with an internal smile. See what happens. You can let us know. With Ayurveda and yoga, we have the tools to better understand ourselves, to heal the boo-boos of the past, and be in the joy of the present. And then our prana can flow. To do this in Ayurveda, we offer herbs and treatment to reverse the disease process and for disease prevention. Herbs and treatments are prescribed on an individual basis to correct the direction for proper function of body and mind, as well as rejuvenation and ongoing support. But all of these things work most effectively when there's a change of thinking and acknowledging that the old way is what got us to this place. Herbs and treatments, as part of the healing process, are not for the purpose of buying time to continue on a crash course of self-destruction. It actually doesn't work very well that way. Notice how you think of it. Acceptance of your starting point is important. How many years were spent on that crash course? Allow yourself time. The body actually heals quite quickly. The mind takes a little longer. And the heart is the most important piece. 
with Ayurveda and yoga, it all comes together, becomes quite simple, and it works really well. In Ayurveda, we encourage moderation in all of life. Extremes result in more extremes and put us right back on that crash course. Things like ice baths and green juices and fasting without a spiritual basis, they may promise quick results. And these practices could be a helpful circuit breaker for some. But they will only deplete you further if you continue them. So what you will benefit from is not more stimulation and aggravation of the nerves. Rather, moderation is where we find our joy without reason, being able to step into life fully. The mind isn't so dazzled by this, but the heart of your spirit is. Follow it, and all of the outside works itself out. Thanks for listening. As a reminder, at Halepule, we offer trainings, mentoring, and consultations that can guide you along your journey to vibrant living. If you're ready to take the next step, visit halepule.com. That's H-A-L-E-P-U-L-E.com. And for inspiration and to learn more about what we do, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Until next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halepule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.